You're listening to the Beam Life Podcast. On today's episode, I have Tanya Malcolm from Shine On Mama Podcast. Motherhood is unapologetic, messy, and can be a judgment zone, both on ourselves and others. In today's episode, Tanya and I break down about how you can raise children while also raising yourself. We also talk about how to create that permission for ourselves to live our goals and our dreams, even though we have stepped into this motherhood role. It was a very eye-opening and feel-good conversation for me personally because, you know, motherhood isn't something I talk about often, mostly because I feel like such a newbie. But having other people on my team like Tanya makes me really realize that we're not alone in this motherhood journey. And I'm really excited for you to dive deep into this conversation with us. And even if you're not a mom or wanting to be a mom or you're a single mom or stay-at-home mom, this conversation can really be applicable to anywhere you are in your life. So I hope you enjoy it as much as I do. Let's get this party started, babe. Hi, Beam Babe. I am so excited. I have Tanya Malcolm here with us today. And the reason I decided to ask Tanya from Shine On Mama podcast to feature her glorious shining soul with us today is because she's going to really dive deep into belonging as a mother. And this is something I personally wanted to really discover and and sort of a place I'm at in my personal life, but I know that that's where you are too. So I am so excited that we have someone in our community that loves to really empower women in a different way than we do at the Beam Life. And that's really through motherhood. And I'm just so honored to have her share all that, you know, she has done in her life. And so Tanya, welcome. I'm so excited to have you here. What's up, Caitlin? How are you? (laughs) Yeah, I am great. And that is such a warm welcome. And I really appreciate you for it. So thank you. Absolutely. So tell Beam Babes who you are, a little bit about you, and then we'll get into all all the good stuff. Yeah, I would love to. Thank you. Well, I feel like you, you you summed me up really well in the introduction there, <laughs> and I do identify so strongly as a mother. So um, I'm a mother of three incredible human beings and husband to my man. I mean, I'm not the husband. My man is the husband. Let's go. <laughs> um, um, so yeah, my man and uh, I live in the beautiful Canadian Rocky community of Fernie, British Columbia, which is a small town. I'm a small town girl. And I just found out about this place, you guys. I didn't even know it existed. It's amazing. It's beautiful. We're going, we're all coming to visit. You betcha. (laughs) Um, And yeah, I've had an incredible journey really that kickstart, like my motherhood journey kickstarted when my first born was born and that sort of sparked what it within me my passion for empowerment through childbirth I mean giving birth to my first son was um 
an experience that I just felt so powerful in and so empowered through that I really wanted to share that. And so I, I kickstarted my journey to become a doula and childbirth educator for over 12 years. I did it's that. Amazing. And thank you. I'm really, I'm really proud of that part of my career, but more than that, that also kickstarted my journey to entrepreneurship. And I just yes. really, I, I really love the whole mompreneur vibe. And I, I really love to, to support women and say, yes, you can be both. You can be a mom and an entrepreneur. And actually being a mompreneur is like a superpower and being a mother is is your, is your superpower. And so shine on mama podcast is really all about bringing that voice forward, that message forward that says like being a mom is your superpower. And actually often the unconditional love, the patience we have for our children and the, um, the care that we give them needs to be turned inward. Oftentimes yes. the messages that we're telling our, our children can and should be turned inward and can be a catalyst for our own personal growth. Yeah, I love all of that. And I know that, I and I love, first of all, that you even just started off by saying that you can be a mom and an entrepreneur, right? I feel like oftentimes, at least in our own brains, we're feeling like we have to choose. And if we choose entrepreneurship, over motherhood, that we're a bad mom. And if we choose motherhood over entrepreneurship, we're giving up on ourselves and our dreams. And it's this really interesting place to be. And and I resonate with both of those places because I'm also an entrepreneur and a mother. And sometimes, um, as I mentioned, when we were like briefly chatting before the podcast, I don't do a lot of motherhood stuff. And it's not because I don't love being a mom. It's just... um, takes a whole different capacity to really embody that whole thing. And what you're doing is really so beautiful. And I am in awe because it's really being a mom is the hardest thing I've ever done in my freaking life. Um, and to have support is probably the best gift that's been given to me as a mom from other women who are ahead of me and their motherhood journey and can kind of let me know it's going to be okay. (laughs) Oh, well, I feel like I am quite a bit ahead of you and I have such a range in, in, in ages of my own children, right. Which is another part of my personal journey is that I'm mothering three children who are all five years apart. And so this idea of mothering through the gaps and also, um, almost like, so And I feel like this is so relatable in so many areas of our lives, but like looking back at past Tanya, just like shaking my head at like some, even the mothering choices, but also um, growing and learning from them and recognizing really that my confidence as a mother is, is synonymous with doing the best I can. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I just, I just really, I really do truly believe that if you are coming into your mothering journey. And if the decisions that you're making are in the, with the intention of doing your best that you really can do no wrong. Right. Like we Mm. we have to, we have to just lean into that trust with a lot, a lot of times that the intention is, is, is love. And so, yes, you know, if, if that is the intention, if that is the authentic um, intention is love, then let's just let go of some of that mom guilt. guilt yes. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I mean, yeah. I have had many hard nights where I'm just like, 
you know, sobbing. Cause I just feel so guilty that, you know, I've gone through a divorce over the last two years and my five-year-old really, I feel like took that pretty hard. And you, you question yourself a lot in decisions because, and, and we're going to get into this is kind of how we grow ourselves in our own journeys while being a mother or a parent. And it's a very interesting dynamic, but before we go down that road, um, I do want to talk about your podcast shine on mama, because it is first of all, like a great, like I just, you know, anyone that just comes across the title that's a mother is going to be like, I want to listen to this. Yes. I need some shine on because today (laughs) was not such a shiny day in the motherhood world. So I love the title, but also you are all the things, you know, you were a doula childbirth educator, you know, your powerhouse in the fitness community and building your own community there, entrepreneur, you know, owner of a brick and mortar maternity store and mom, wife, and podcaster. I mean, is there anything you. you cannot do, girl? Well, <laughs> the answer there's, would be there's no. nothing that I won't try. Yes, <laughs> that's so right. That's if we want it, we'll try it. That's right. So tell, tell the Beam Life community what Shine On Mama is all about. Well, I touched on it a little bit, but it's, it's definitely me exploring some of my decisions through motherhood And some of the advice that I give my kids that often, I call it the mama magic, right? Yes. It's like, dang, I need that advice, right? So every episode, I try and like set the vibe, set the intention of the episode. And then I go into um, usually a story. I'm a storyteller. So it's like, you know, pull up, come on, I'm going to talk about this with, with my listeners, like like they're in the same room with me. And what I'm, what I'm really doing is encouraging mothers to think about the advice that they are giving their kids in terms of personal development. Yeah. In terms of, yes. Um, I'll just, I'll use one example from the, um, from the podcast that happened recently, which was, um, telling my daughter that she needed to sit on the buddy bench at school. Is that, I feel like that's a very well-known term, but I don't know about your listener communities, but on the playground at most public schools, uh, there's a buddy bench. And the idea is if you're having a hard time that day at recess, you're going to sit on the buddy bench and then the community of, of little recess people will come and and support you and ask you to play with them. Love and, this. And yes. You, yes. So, so, um, and I just started thinking about, I, th- I started thinking about how, like, sometimes my own friendships have expired because the whole point mm. of the buddy bench, right. Is like, Oh, to make dang, new friends. Like, yeah. yeah. And like, and that's okay. But at the same time, it's like, think about being a kid and be, and like the vulnerability connected to that. Yes. Uh, like yes. It's recess. Yes. Sit on the buddy bench. Like that's going to take me being open to that right and so I just go through and in the by the end the 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 mama magic is like you know what it's okay that my circle of friends has changed Mm, right yes and like I actually I'm sitting on this bench here and my 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 old circle of friends doesn't understand this bench because we grow and we change as women as moms and like that's yes. messy when we're, when, especially when we're talking about belonging, a sense of belonging, right. And we, and, and our peer groups, you know, let's be honest, women, 
we could be hard on each other. Hundred percent. Right? We could be hundred percent when it comes to mothering our children, right? Yeah. And so, so I, I want. I want the people on my buddy bench in my, on my circle, team. Yes. On my team. Yes. And like, yes. That's okay. That's okay that I've moved, I've, I've, I've moved on to a new circle of friends. Right. And so I love um, that. That's just, an, that's just one example of how through, uh, conversations that I'm having with my children, there's a little bit of magic that is connected to the unconditional love I give them, to the patience I have for them, to the trust as a mother that I have in them, to the success I, I want for them, to the potential I see in them. You know, the best form of personal development that moms like now listen up moms, the best form of personal development for you in any situation is like, what would I tell my kid right now? Always, always. Yeah. Like if you're, anytime you're making a tough decision or anytime you feel any doubt, if you say like, what would I tell my kid if my kid was going through this? Like that is magic. hundred percent. And I love that you said that I was just, I think it was actually on my, maybe my last podcast episode or the one before I was also talking about my divorce and how it was, it was a very, it wasn't that the decision was hard, but that decision is never easy, but you know, so many people decide to stay in it for the wrong reasons. And I admire people who want to stay in it and work through that. I think that that's a beautiful thing. Um, but also, staying in it for the kids or to like not disappoint people or for these other things. And when I really got down to it and I knew how I was feeling, I thought deep down inside, what would I tell McLean? What would I tell my daughter? And if she came to me with these same feelings, these same sentiments, would you tell her stay in it? Absolutely not. I would say, follow your instincts, follow your intuition, do what makes you happy. We get one time on this, in this body, you know, make it count. So that's, you know, the strongest advice because really, truly we love our children so much, so, so much that we need to remember to have equal love for ourselves, you know? Girl, so I, I love that you call that the mom, the mama magic. When you told me, me that too. Story, okay. I was, I was picturing the, you know, the, the buddy bench, but seriously, I love how you, if we just took a little second and we, because when we parent or mother, right, it comes so natural in a sense, like we say it's hard, but like when this little being comes to us and is having a hard day, it's in our nature to want to just make them feel better. You know, and like, what words can I tell you? And sometimes they don't need words, right? Sometimes we just need to shut up. That's also important. But it's like, just if we took one step further and I, and I never even thought of it that way. And that's why I love that you're on here is that taking that same lesson and how can we make it for us as adults? You know, it's so true. So true. Yeah. There's a lot of power there and I'm still exploring it for myself as well. So um, so that's, what's exciting about it is like each new episode, it's, it's, it's pretty recently discovered for myself. So, yeah, I, um, I'd love to know like a little bit more also how in this journey, cause like you said, you have three kids all five years apart mm-hmm. and you've also had a background as being a child 
childhood educator in that mm-hmm. sense, being a doula, doula, bringing kids into this world, children into this world. So how has all of that, cause that's a journey, right? That's a journey in and of itself without kids, without a husband, without all those things, just everything else you've done. Mm-hmm. Then you have three kids and a husband on top of that. So how have you managed to continue to challenge and grow and evolve yourself through all of this while also helping them grow and thrive and be the people they are today? Yeah, I really wish that I had a tactic, right? Like I I want to be able to answer that, especially for your listeners and be like, here it is, babe. Here it is. You know, (laughs) but and I, and I didn't, honestly, I didn't always have it, you know, on, a, honestly, a lot of decisions, a lot of those, jur- of those journeys were really about like, okay, we're going to earn some money for my family right now. I'm going to contribute into, into the financial ecosystem of my family. Right. Like we're all, yes. we're, we're all in that area, but you know, as, as I've progressed, it's like, there's this deeper sense of like, I deserve it. I deserve to keep reaching and keep aiming, you know, and keep, Amen. And keep discovering these ideas. I am a big ideas person. And so if there's anyone listening, that's just really resonating with that. It's like, at some point you have to, to believe that you deserve to, to take a step in that direction. Yes. Right. And it's gonna, I, I won't lie. There's times when, um, you know, that I'm going to choose, I'm going to, I'm going to choose, uh, being on this podcast right now, instead of yes. having to do with my family, right? Like I yes. choose, um, my progression and my curiosity about how I'm going to vibe with you, how I'm going to be on the beam yes. podcast over dinner with my family. And eventually, you start to vibrate on a level that that gives back to your family. Yeah, gives back to your motherhood. Gives back to your man. Give gives back to those other parts of your life because you're happy. Yes, yes. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy you said that. Chills <laughs> because it's so true. We have to fill our cup, you know, <laughs> and to be able to not be scared to continue to grow and evolve. And I always love the quote, if you're not growing, you're dying because there's no such thing, right. As stagnant. Like we don't just stay in one place. We're either growing or we're literally dying in a different direction. We, there's no such thing as like, Oh, we're just going to stay, you know, homeostasis path to just not move. Mm -hmm. And it's impossible. And so I always strive for growth, but sometimes I feel as though that does, you know, really weigh a lot on my motherhood abilities. And that's a really tough pill to swallow sometimes where it's just like, ah, I want to do this thing for myself, but I also really want to do this thing for my daughter and I don't know what to do. And, and that's, um, you know, the power of community and support and seeing other women like you out there. And I think listening maybe to our intuition too, and kind of knowing when to push and when to pull back. Do you think that's true? I I do, but I think that a lot of times there is resistance 
because you have two different, you have an intuition for your business or your career, or I I mean, we're both entrepreneurs, so we're going to talk in that context, but if someone's listening, who's, who wants to take it into any other context, it is applicable in another area. Maybe it's absolutely, uh, maybe it's a new relationship. Maybe it's uh, a new hobby, right? You're going to have an intuition for that desire and you're going to have an intuition for your, for your children and your family. Right. And sometimes there's going to be resistance there. And so that is the moment when, when I really, uh, lean into my, ability and my desire to influence my family and and so when I'm choosing the to to go with the intuition of the desire that's outside of my family my family sees Mm. that and I think that that brings value to my children yeah shows them to 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 trust their intuition for their desires to 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 compromise other things that are important for them to pursue other other opportunities right Uh, and 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 as mothers it's so important to also be leaders of what our children of that influence that our children see yes yeah that's like it makes me like tear up you're really thinking about that because you're so true it's it's about there is resistance there. There's a disconnect because we have these two ecosystems flowing, but it's such a nice reminder to even hear it that the end all be all doesn't have to be motherhood, right? Like we don't have to like be this martyr for motherhood and just say, well, that's it. I'm a mom. It's all I'm going to be. And, um, and that's, there's so many people who choose that and love it. And that's amazing. Mm -hmm. Live that path. Um, but I also know there's a lot of people who want something more than just being known as a mom. And I pray that they find you and listen to you and hear (laughs) all of these words, because it's true. Like I'm getting so much from this too, where it's just like, it's okay to want things for yourself because in turn, who's watching, you know, who's watching. They're always watching. So it it applies to the stay at home mother too. And I'm really, I'm really passionate about not leaving the stay at home mother out of the conversation because sometimes and often, and still, I think, oh, I just like, I could just, just, I could just, that would be so easy if all I had to do was home care and raise my children. Right. Right. Not that it's an easy job, but it's easier than all the crap that I pull on my plate. Right. Like, yes. Right? Yes. And then I think there's still going to be a time as if I, if that was my, if my, if my role was um, my home care and my children and my family, if that was my lead role in my own life, where there's going to be resistance between the home care and the children or the building my relationship with my husband and my children like no matter the woman that who you are and where your passions lie there will be resistance between your passions and your and your children and family so yes let's just make sure we're inclusive of all types of um of 100% (laughs) I literally during COVID I was like every stay-at-home mother I meet I am going to just tell them they are doing God's work because how my God help me Um, because when COVID shut down and I did not have childcare, I was losing my mind. I am not the crafty mom. I'm not the like 
let's cook together, mom. You know, I have my own ways. My, my daughter and I have our own bond and we do our own things as all moms do. Mm. But, um, but yeah, I just admire the ability because it is a very hard job. Um, and then to be able to stay sane on top of it all, I, I can't, I can't. So yes, Girl, I, I feel you. I feel you. I don't know how yeah. many times I moved around my um, my Pinterest chest. I called it with like all the things that I wanted to like create and craft. And I yes. remember finally, it was like burying that part of myself that wanted to be the crafty mom. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm it's never like, gonna use these. Put it away. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Put it away. <laughs> yeah. So. We don't have to be that thing, right? You, we have, we wear enough hats. We don't have to also be crafty. We have crafty friends. Okay. That's, That's all right. I got to say. That's right. So we kind of touched on it twice already a little bit, but, um, to go into like a little bit deeper, mm-hmm. there is, we talked about how women, number one, can be hard on ourselves to each other. And also we talked a little bit about it, like with the whole buddy bench thing and like changing circle of friends, but these conversations can sometimes be hard and vulnerable when it comes to motherhood, because we live in this world of comparing and from the outside, I might be on Instagram, you know, scoping your Instagram being like, man, she's got it like all together. She totally has mom figuring out. I can't tell her, like, I sometimes just want to freak out and close the door and leave my whole entire daughter and everyone in the house and say goodbye. That's not a nice thing to think about. I would be so judged for that. So, um, but every time I have had those conversations, I'm so surprised at how everyone feels that way. So, um, what is, where is there more opportunities to have these kind of hard conversations and open up dialogue and to be able to not feel so alone in the motherhood journey? Yeah. Well, this one's going to be hard to chew off, but the first place is in the mirror. Mm. If you, if you can't be honest with yourself about how you're feeling, about whatever the challenge is that you're presented with. I I think like a lot of women don't want to admit um, how they're really honestly feeling to themselves, right? And especially when we're talking about motherhood, because it's like, if, okay, I'm not going to, I'm not going to pretend that I know what every other mother feels like, but for me, sure. If I admit to myself that I don't know what the I'm doing, yeah, then I'm a failure. And in every other aspect of my life, I fail forward. But if I admit that like I'm just like flying by the seat of my pants sometimes, I'm failing these innocent children. Ah, right, right. Totally. Like, cue ugly crying under yes, my desk. Cue it now. Okay. <laughs> Um, so I just, I really want women to do the personal work, right? Because yes. it's like, if you think it's hard to open up to, um, uh, to your closest mom friend uh, about how you're, you're feeling, like, why not do a test drive in your journal? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like such a good <laughs> advice. Yes. I love that. Do a test drive in the journal. So good. 
Um, because often we don't really know, you know, we don't really know what's under there and, and we got to do that personal work. So for, for starters to, 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 to say like the safe spaces to talk about it with your, you know, about, um, loneliness, isolation, um, what I, what I, what I really struggled with in a lot of areas, um, when my kids were younger was, um, discipline, Right. Like, like absolutely losing my shit on my kids. Yes. Yes. And then just. Oh, that the, the, <sighs> the grossness that There's comes after that. Nothing that yeah. feels that way. Right. Like. Um, and you know what? The, the the safest way to communicate that is to ask for help, because mm. if someone and think about it especially even your most judgmental mom friends, right? Like they are, they're going to feel like, oh, <laughs> like, let me, let, let me, yeah, let me make her feel better because I know that I'm like, you know, like, I mean, I do that too, but you know, like you'd be like, oh, Caitlin, I freaking just lost my crap over the stupidest thing. I feel terrible about yes. it. Yes. Like what, like, what should I do? How should I handle this now? And like, why not? And you know what? I guarantee your circle of friends are going to admit that they've done the exact same thing because we all have. Hey, Bean Babe. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. I want to invite you right now into our free Beam Life community. I am waiting for you and cannot wait to connect with you on such a deeper level. If you're wanting more support on how to get from point A to point B, have that breakthrough, looking for another community of like-minded women who are ready to just kick ass and take life on, I am inviting you right now to join us. What are you waiting for? It's free. 323-673-2709. Text me your favorite emoji. Again, 323-673-2709. By texting me your favorite emoji, I'll know that you heard this episode and I'll send you the invite to the group. I cannot wait to see you there and watch you have that breakthrough. Keep on listening. The party's just getting started. Lastly, be a good listener because Mm. you're often in the position to hold space for other moms to talk about hard conversations without like judgment. Right. So be, and the best way to not judge someone is to hold space for them by listening. Right. Yes. I'm a judgmental person. I I have tried all the things, the the deep the, the judgment detox. I don't know if you deep know that work. Book, yeah, yes. Like Gabrielle Bernstein, but it's a great it's a great love book, the judgment love detox. It's called. Um, done all those work, all that work, and honestly, I will be I will be looking at even a friend, and I will it'll be there in my mind. But the big thing yeah. is, it's just just focus. Be fiercely interested in the stories your mom friends are telling you, the challenges your mom friends are having and, and, and remember them, right? Remember them yes. and marinate in them because you're going to be there too one day, you know, and you're going to need totally. some of those hard conversations about. And then lastly, in terms of like safe spaces for moms to have hard conversations, sometimes you're not in a loving and, and caring circle of mom friends, um, you know, if that's you, if you're, if you're on the, if you're listening to this podcast right now and you can think of 
some mom friends who are who you feel are hard on you in in situations like that it's time to have that conversation to say like that you need a different level of support or to find a new buddy bench right I was gonna say the shine on mama we're gonna all come sit on that damn buddy bench okay okay? you gotta make that thing real big Oh, thank you. That's, that's so nice. But I, yeah, I think for just a little recap, like being honest with yourself, um, being, listening to, listening to your friends without judgment, holding space for others. And then also just really recognizing like that sometimes you don't, you don't have a safe space to go through challenges with. I love that so much. And, and a great example of what you're saying is I am going to this phase with my daughter where we'll have one really great week. And then the next week, it's just like a shit show here. It's just nothing is good. You know, everything's just falling apart. And two things you said that, you know, always resonate is like one, do the inside work. How's my energy? What's going on with me? Am I okay? Am I showing up? Okay. Because eight out of 10 times, mama's not okay. So baby's not okay. Mm. You know, and so I love that you said that because let's check in with this first, you know, like look in the mirror, what's going on. Let's have a real conversation. Mm-hmm. Are you coming into the house with like stress ball energy? Are you distracted? You know, um, are you not paying attention and listening and blah, 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 blah. Like what's going on. And then the other thing you said about having the right circle of friends, it's so funny. So we you had a really tough week and my daughter's in this phase of like smacking and hitting. And I'm just like, this is not normal. This is like horrible. Like what if she has some kind of like disorder where she like is a bully and hits people and, you know, the schools <laughs> rave about her. They're like, she's the sweetest kid. And I'm like, you're not talking about mine. Um, and then she's going to grow up and listen to this podcast one day and be like, thanks mom. Um, so, but no, I ran into another mom friend and she was just like on the verge of tears. I said, Hey girl, are you okay? And She's just like, oh, my daughter, she's so mean to me. She just hits me. And I was like, bring it in. Bring it in, sis. <laughs> like, it's going to be okay. My daughter hits me too. And like, we, we like get into this, like, I know, I know. And it's such a lovely feeling because, you know, it's hard. You hold back because again, you feel like all your friends are going to be a little bit judgy. Mm-hmm. Um, like, Oh, well, my daughter doesn't hit me and blah, blah, blah. And it's, um, everyone's has these issues in different mm-hmm. ways. And it's so lovely to, to do that. So I, all of those little things are so important to remember. So thank you for bringing that up. And One of the last things I want to ask you, and I think it's probably one of the most important, especially for those aspiring business owners or women wanting to take a career path or seek new education, like go back to school. Mm -hmm. Um, We oftentimes, you know, aspire and we have our own sense of what we want from our, for our lives. And we set up expectations for ourselves and we're on this path and nothing's going to get in our way. And what's the difference between kind of blazing your own path, you know, dreaming of your own future and then, and, and being an inspiration and mentor rather than like, projecting all of it and now having the same expectations for your kids. Where does that line lie? Because I think Mm -hmm. it's pretty, can be pretty fuzzy. 
Yeah. And I, I, I'll, I'll echo what I said earlier, which is influence. I think there's just such, um, there's such a essence of that word that really helps us solve that puzzle where I, I'm going to take the step to my path and that is going to influence my child. Right. But where I think a lot of parents make a mistake is that the failures along the way Mm. of our direction become the opposite, the opposite, whatever the opposite word of like influence is like dictatorship that we project onto our children. We don't want them to repeat our mistakes. And that is so messed up because I'm the one that needs to learn from my mistakes. I am still here breathing, living and learning from these mistakes. And it's okay. And and it's okay. There's absolutely no reason to, to think that you're saving this child, this human right? Because I'm an 18 year old who just left home. I mean, talk about our trip, right? Like right. I'm like in that space. Like I just dropped my firstborn child at college two weeks ago. Okay. So I'm like, right, right. Ziding in the, the let go. Yes. Right. And it's like, I'm telling you moms, dads, whoever's listening, you have to accept that they're going to make their own mistakes and they don't need to worry about yours. Okay. Like the last totally thing is to worry about yours. So like trust, I guess is the, is, is the biggest part of it is like trust yes. and, 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 and how to recognize how to recognize it often is when you have that icky feeling <laughs> yes. after a hard conversation. So back to looking in the mirror and doing the work. Sometimes it's after the fact, if you have that icky feeling, it's like, what part of my journey is that connected to? What part of my trauma, my mistakes, my failing forward Mm. is this icky energy connected to? That's the question you're going to have to ask yourself. And then you can have a conversation depending on the age of of the child. um, Often you can have a conversation about, you know, why that experience happened in that way. Right. And it's so beautiful to have a conversation. And I've, I've done this recently. (laughs) Yeah. Like I'm Um, speaking from experience, (laughs) um, to, um, to say like, I recognize that my fear of my shortcomings from my past, present and, and like mistakes I'm recently making right now are impacting the way I'm influencing you. Mm. It's turning what I want to be influenced in mentorship into this, I'm right, you're wrong energy. And that's not the type of parent I'm trying to be right now, you know? Yes. So, um, quick story. That's for beautifully a, said. A, a quick story for a little bit of reference to the content that I feel like is a good um, example of this is as when I grew up, I moved to the States when I was 10 and I was under, uh, my father was an entrepreneur. So the, my immigration status was uh, I could work for my father and his company. And I, so when we got to be about, you know, 15, 16, all my friends got these jobs. I went the only opportunity I had was to work with my father and it wasn't really the uh, right. opportunity, right. For a 15 year old girl. So I couldn't work. 
I couldn't make my own money. And, mm. you know, with the, all the other pressures happening at that age. <laughs> sure. <laughs> right? Yes. Like, I just want my own money. And so totally. I for cash on a dairy farm in upstate New York. And, um, and so I value the, I consider work opportunity a val like I hold that high. So here we are in a COVID world, and there's a lot of parents like pulling their kids away from work. And I was like, oh, no sports. I have my my kids, my children are athletes. So oh, no sports. Get a job. Going to work. <laughs> Everybody's hiring. You know. And yes. then also, like, if I listening to my son decline a shift triggers me because yes. I didn't have that op- I literally didn't have that opportunity and if to me it's like a smack in the face you know sure, and it, it sure. me and so so much so much uh head bashing with my 17 year old high school student about how little he was working and how I like I called him lazy and he's just not the lazy kid you know right and I finally recognized what was happening and had a beautiful opportunity to have that conversation I recognized that I was projecting my yes. own crap onto him into my parenting style. So I feel like that's a good example. Mm, it's a and, great example. And, and I think that a lot of times we don't really realize that we're doing that. And then um, I read this. Um, oh, God, I'm going to have to find it. And hopefully you can put it in the show notes when I do so we can reference it possibly. But there's this quote and we'll, we'll, we'll credit it, but I don't know who to credit right now. But it says like, we build this launch pad for our children and, and, and they are going to blow our minds with the, the height and the potential and the, and the, you know, the acceleration and the trajectory yes. that this launch pad provides them. And we're going to be, we're going to feel as moms, we're going to feel like so damn proud of this launch pad, mm. but the trajectory and the acceleration of your child towards their infinite potential, it doesn't really have to do with the launch pad. It has to do with their decision to jump. Ah, oh. oh, so good. <laughs> You're not supposed to make me tear up, okay? That's not, that's not the requirement. And so good. It's just like, you know, yeah, we just, we just want our kids to be so much and more and it's not on us. Yes. No, no, you're right. And it's, it's showing them what's possible and letting them know that they, to believe in themselves and their abilities and showing them that, that they are capable and limitless little beings. Um, and I always am like, I don't want to cap the, you know, I think that's the other thing too. And that could be a whole nother podcast, but you know, as they're young and they're so vibrant and ambitious and headstrong, I'm like, I don't want to cap that in her. I don't want to put a lid on that. You know what I mean? Like, I want you to be headstrong. I want you to go for it, girl. Like, just don't hit me. All right. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, Oh God, that's so beautifully said. I definitely want to find that and um, we'll for sure. I know, yeah, I think so I, I don't want to discredit it. I think I know where it is, So, but I definitely can yes. find it for you. And then yes. the last thing, well, I don't know how much time we have here, but another thing that I definitely want to contribute to the, the podcast as a tool for parents is like, if you are with your child and someone compliments of like what a good job you're doing and like 
compliments the child, like pass that on to them. Don't take the credit. It's yes. such an easy way from such a, cause that happens all the time. Yes. Right. Where a teacher or uh, another, a friend or a family member says like, Oh, good job, mama. Like you're doing a good job with that one. Or like, you know, mm-hmm. even, you know, um, waitresses say that a lot. Like, Oh, what good kids you're doing that. You're doing such a good job. Like let them have that credit. Yes. Yeah. Take a moment and say, you know, do you hear, do you hear that? Um, my kids don't like me to use their names on the podcast. Yes. So yes. Like, okay. <laughs> Too late for that one. But do you hear that Carolina? You're doing such a good job. Like that is them. Don't yes. steal their thunder. We're like, we're just building a launch pad. Like they're good kids. Totally. They're good kids. Yes. So fundamentally a, at their core. Yeah. So like that is such, I mean, and we just want to be like, yeah, <laughs> right. But duh. You, know, you know, but you don't want to do that when they F up. No, no. It's like, I don't know. That's not mine. It doesn't work that way. You don't get to take to credit when they're being awesome and not take it when they're effing up. So you might as well start handing them that responsibility too. Totally. Giving them the credit. And then it's such a, it's just such an easy way to, um, to make like any good leader, right? Like in the workplace, right? If you're, if someone underneath you has a good, brings a good idea to the table and you take credit for it, if that person screws up, you're going to have to take credit for it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You right? can't be like, well, that was so-and-so's well, job. Was Sorry. So-and-so's idea was like, well, when it was a good idea, you said it was your idea. Like, like, totally. like that, right. With children, it's like, just let them have that praise as their own. Yes. Right? And, it, and, and then when it's time to let go, which I recently had to do, trust that, like you, like, as you said, fundamentally at their core, they're a good, decent human being. Yeah. Yeah. So beautiful. I love all of this. And it does it, you know, the way you speak and the way you use your experiences and your wisdom and your story, it truly does. Like you are so gifted at what you do of, and making mothers (laughs) feel like superhumans and we got this and also that it's going to be okay. And I think that's the most, rewarding thing is to know we just need to keep showing up because fundamentally at our core, we are good people, you know, and, and doing the best we can and not faulting ourselves for not knowing what we don't know, you know? And so I love that. And Um, like, you know what that made me think though, too, is like, I call my mom. I still, I'm 42 years old. I still call my mom. I call mom, my mom okay? too. Like <laughs> every like, day. But there's like some stuff that I'm not going to call my mom about because I know she doesn't have what I need. Right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. And so like getting out to that place where I'm thinking about it because it's so hard is they need you for so long. It's hard yes. to think like, okay, well, you know, what aspects of, of my children's lives do I want to be needed for you know Uh definitely like emotional resiliency for me is like you know when they're having like deep emotional (laughs) drama as they become young adults and and middle-aged adults like I want them to still need me and and be the person that has is like holding space for navigating hard emotions right 100% and then yeah just in terms of my own um my own path like I want to be their hype girl. I want like when my children as even as young adults and when they start to feel doubt, I want them to know that they can call their mom and I'm going to be like their number one cheerleader. Right? Yes. So there's a certain things that I, I see t- 
that I'm influencing towards, leading towards right now for the future. But there's definitely going to be areas, and I don't know what they are yet, right? But there's definitely going to be areas that I'm not serving them and how they need. If I start to accept those hard truths now, going from a time where they needed me for everything to a time where they're only going to need me for certain things, then that's going to make that process easier for for me to navigate, right? Totally. Totally. Ah, so good. So much. I love it. So tell, because I know also you've got so many exciting things that you're building and you're rebranding, you're doing all the things. So what is next for you and Shine On Mama podcast and what you're doing in your life? Thank you. I am building consistency, right? So I, I yes. just started my podcast this year. And so um, just getting out episodes right now is really what I'm working towards. So if if I can send your followers over there, that would be amazing. Absolutely. Please have a listen. And then I am jamming on Instagram at Tanya Malcolm. So um, definitely hit me up there. DM me. Let me know that you heard me on the, the Beam podcast because I, I love being here and I love everything that you stand for, Caitlin. So... Thank you so much. And yeah, it would be silly not to, especially, especially moms, like, what are you doing? Go listen now. Um, because it's just, even on our conversation, you know, your, your podcast episodes are so good. And then being able to connect with you, you do such a good job of that on your Instagram and just in your, like, we feel like we're in here with you. Like we got this, we're we're part of it. So it's so nice. Um, and so, yes, again, tell them one more time, your Instagram and shine on mama podcast. It's not, that's not the Instagram handle. So I want to make sure people hear you. Yeah. So the podcast is shine on mama, anywhere you stream your podcast from. And then I'm on Instagram at Tanya Malcolm. Yeah. Yay. So before we end, I always yeah. like to do a 11 round beam lightning round. So what this is, I'm going to ask you 11 questions and all just quick, whatever comes to your mind kind of answers. Okay. Um, but it's a, it's a great way for our listeners to get to know you on a personal level. Okay, all right. Let's so let's a go. beam babe is someone who authentically believes in themselves, uh, especially a a, a woman, you know, like at your core, there's like very little doubt. Let's go. (laughs) So good. Let's go. Favorite song that always makes you dance. Oh, um, Angel Hayes, Battle Cry. Woo. Um, currently reading. Oh, winning by Tim. Ah, I don't know what it's called. Called winning Grover is a number one. Tim Grover. Tim Grover. Yes. Relentless. I read his first book. So okay. intense. So good. But I haven't read Winning yet. But I love Tim Grover. Uh, Being babe that inspires you. Uh, Tabitha Brown. <laughs> love. Last thing that made you feel grateful. Oh my gosh, my daughter's gratitude journal last night. <laughs> we had a moment where we needed the gratitude journal to like bring down some anxiety. And so ah, it was like, so good. Okay. I know it's supposed to be lightning round, but that's beautiful. I just started, it's behind me. We started a gratitude jar as a family and it's, it's, it's so, cause she's obviously can't have a journal yet. She's five, mm-hmm. but it's so awesome to hear. Like, what are you grateful for today? What happened to you today? What are some good things that happen? And these little answers nine out of 10 times I'm crying because I cried everything. It's great. Um, but that's really beautiful. When are you most inspired? Definitely in the morning. Like 
I just wake up. That kind of could have been the last question. Like, I'm so grateful for waking up this morning. Like I wake up and I'm just like, I'm so grateful for the new day. And I'm so excited about the work that I get to do. So definitely in the morning. What always makes you laugh? My husband. God, that (laughs) man just makes me laugh. So good. He's a lucky man. Yeah. Favorite favorite meal or food? Eggplant Parmesan. Just give me any time. If it's on the menu, it's mine. If you could raid anyone's closet, who would it be? Uh, Issa Rae. Issa Rae. Let's go. Just give me that fly style. So good. What is your guilty pleasure? Cannabis. (laughs) So good. Is it legal where you are? Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, come to California. Come to California. What makes you beam? Um... Just um, being able to speak my truth, you know, Amen. being in a space where I feel so confident and so respected and I, I trust my integrity, you know? Yeah. I just, yeah. Um, yeah. That is that like, to, if I start thinking about like be everything and more, it's like my, my truth, speaking my truth is it's okay. such a powerful place to be. And for any young listeners, just like that's the number one thing that you can do for yourself is never hold back on, on, on your authentic self for anybody mm. or anyone. So beautiful. And uh, Tanya, I'm so excited and blessed and grateful. Like today, this is what I'm grateful for. Um, you have just a way with words, a way with storytelling and, a true gift of empowerment. And I just feel very lucky that our paths crossed and we get to do this podcast thing together and support each other in our growth and in our motherhood and just as women doing the thing and helping others along the way. So thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. I'm so grateful and I know everyone's going to love this pod. So have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, girl. Bye. You are the best, Bean Babe. Thanks for listening to my podcast. If you love this episode, it would mean so much if you would share it with another Bean Babe or post it on social and tag me at The Beam Life so I can tell you thank you for helping me share the mission. You can also send me a text. Yes, a real text to 323-673-2715. where we can connect outside of the podcast. You can either chat with me one-on-one or just receive the weekly text I send to beam you up throughout your week. Anyways, it's been fun as always, and I'm honored to be a part of your journey. Until next time, keep beaming, babe.